0: I don't know what this thing is. I think it's a a strip show, dance show. We're
1: there, dude. Welcome to Welcome back, guys. On today's show, Hollywood is starting to look like a funeral home. Uh, Another favorite chain is closing of mine. And $28 cruises, let's go. And cheap flights also as well. But there's one more hurdle to go through to get on these flights that are now dirt, dirt cheap. All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? I hope that you are doing well. And, um, switching cameras here. So, oh, wrong one. Switching cameras here. So now you can look at me and I can look at you and everyone can be friends. And speaking of being friends, you know what we do? Big arms, big head above our heads and big stretch and down. Oh my God. So we survived another week. Well, kind of surviving. Some people haven't survived, and Hollywood's uh claim record to all these uh these things that are going on, but we'll get into that here in a little bit later. Uh, as you can see, uh, I've shaved my beard. Well, I say shaved my beard. I've, I've trimmed it down. It was getting long. It was getting long and nasty, and my wife literally looked at me and gave me the look saying, um, if you don't shave your beard or do something with your beard. Um, No more this. And you know, she does the whole, you see women do the whole hand rubbing above the, none of this area here unless you shave your beard or at least trim it back. But I was, I looked homeless for a while. I was ashamed. Well, I wasn't ashamed to go out in public. She was ashamed to go out in public with me. But, so I took the clippers and I put the, the little attachment on it and, you know, kind of made everything even and uniform and then trimmed out around my lips. That's the only thing I didn't like about my beard is the hair came down under my lip and I'd bite it now and then as I was eating something so I was constantly I don't know how those bikers do it or Santa Claus I don't know how Santa Claus does it either uh, so that's it. So, um, give us a call at the station at any time at 407-448-8800. Text us live at any time at the Queen City Studio located just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina in a beautiful town we like to call Marshville. And go to Prophet Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. And you can get our, all our social links that connects us to you and you to us and all that. And everyone will be good and fine as well. Well, I'm not fine this week here at the French, I was doing some chores around the house. Now my wife, refresher my wife works from the house now uh she's got like 15 screens just like i have here in the studio i got to move this because i mo- was moving it for something else so she was she's got her all her monitors up and she's got like she's got more monitors than i do she's sitting there and she's clicking between screens and and all the stuff going on so i working here at the france you know my my duties are you know the horses the cows the chickens the dogs the cats the neighbor's kids, the neighbor's neighbor's kids, and all that stuff. It feels like, I don't know, sometimes it does. Um, but also, you know, take care of the house inside, uh, you know, pick up the, the kitchen, do the laundry, you know, mop the floors. We have hardwood floors through the house, vacuum after the dogs, give the dogs a bath. They're getting ready. For, they're due for a bath, by the way. Um, and do all the stuff, mow the lawns. Now, granted, she does her, she does her thing. She cooks for us. It's just me and her, uh, in, in the establishment here. And she does a lot of other things around the property that I don't like doing. Like she scoops up the horse poop. I don't like doing horse poop. Just, I just feel, I don't pick up the dog's poop. I'm not picking up the horse poop. And that's in the stalls. It's not out in the fields and stuff because I just take the the big tractor and run those over. Anyways, where I'm getting at is, so I'm sitting there and I'm starting laundry and the laundry's starting to pile up. You know, you have a bin and then the bin... Has this big like exploded? Like it's all around the bin. That you're. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, it's time to do laundry. It's been two weeks. Time to do laundry. And I'm looking at the pile. And I'm like, going, it's just me and her. And both of us are at home. It's not like you know she's getting dressed up every day. She's got real nice clothes that she has to wear. She, you know, somewhat formal casual when she has to go into work. You know, blouses and dresses and skirts and and pants and <sighs> preferably pants. Or, you know, not shorts. You can't go in there with shorts. But, you know, she's very formal casual. Me, on the other hand, I've got a t-shirt and whatever uh basketball shorts or any kind of... I've got golfing shorts. I really like them. So I wear those. Like when I do the property, it gets hot out. And it lets everything breathe. And I'm doing the whole across my crotch thing, you know, <laughs> in a circle. It lets everything breathe. And so, uh, the uh you know, the laundry starts piling up. And I'm sitting there. I must have done... I must have washed at least five, maybe five loads of laundry. Now granted, one of those is like the dog beds and the towels. We have dog bed and we put a towel on it just in case they have a little accident and we'll take the towel up and, and put it in the washer. But I'm looking at it. I'm like going, it's just the two of us. It's just the two of us. How did we accumulate all the, and I'm, you know, pulling out these sweaters, these macrame netted looking things that hang off her shoulders that she wears and all these, and she wears, here's the only thing. She wears, because she, she rides, she rides horses, she wears a lot of riding pants and a lot of the, the riding outfits, the, the, the quick wick shirts and the, the, the stretchy pants that look like jeans, but they're not jeans and they've got the, the tackiness on the inside. She wears all that and she wears them a lot. And I'm like going, me? Shorts come off, jump in the shower, get in the bed. Next morning, get up, put those same shorts right back on, put them on there. And if the shirt doesn't really stink, I might be wearing that shirt again. And I'm like looking at the laundry. I'm like going, Jesus Christ, look at all this laundry. Look at it. Are you looking at it? Look at it all. It's so much laundry for two people. That's my laundry thing. And then, you know, I'm I'm cleaning the kitchen. and, And I said this to her the other day. It was, I think, Sunday, Saturday or Sunday. And I just got done doing the kitchen, you know, putting all the dishes in dishwasher. And within one day, I mean, I had the kitchen spotless. My mom used to beat it into me to to clean the kitchen. So I know how to get in and out of the kitchen as far as cleaning and wiping everything down, make sure everything's 100% white glove test across the board. It's like Sunday morning after, you know, Saturday night and making dinner and stuff. Sunday morning, we go out there to make breakfast, come in from chores and stuff. And I look at the kitchen and I'm like going, look at this kitchen. It's just the two of us. It's just me and you. How come we have four pots over there? I just cleaned the kitchen on Friday. There's four pots over there. I've got two dinner plates over here, which of course mine and hers. But then there's like three other, like the little bread and butter plates off to the side with shit on them. There's like a spatula, a cutting knife, uh, a spoon. Uh, I say a spoon. One of the like a ladle and like 15 other things on the counter. I'm like going. I look at myself and I'm sitting there going, I just cleaned the kitchen and it's just the two of us. And already it looks like it looks like a household of five people live here. And she gets mad at me. She is she's so disgusted at my habits because I will use a fork and I will use that fork all week long unless it gets really, really crusty and stuff. I will use that fork all week long. Now, granted, for the most part, we use paper plates. You know, make a sandwich or whatever. I don't need a, a butter dish plate for my sandwich. <laughs> That's bringing ceramic into this thing. Uh, but I will use a fork. I will use the same cup over and over. I will rinse it out, flip it upside down, um, and then you know fill it back up again. The fork, I'll kind of give it a little once over with a scrubby brush. If some, some if some stuff sticks to it. You know what? I enjoyed the next day. My wife is like, that is so disgusting. That is so disgusting. If I do eggs and, and grits and stuff in the morning, the spatula I use, I'll use that same damn spatula all week long. I'll run it under the, the faucet, get the grits and stuff off of it, put it right back on the stove. It might have a couple eggs or something stuck to it. <laughs> so... Oh, yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do here on the French. And so that's the, the lifestyle that, that this whole pandemic has gotten us, uh, used to. Well, I, this is stuff I've been doing for years, but now she's home. She's seeing it. She's like going, how can you use, you need another fork. You need another spatula. Spatula. You can't use that pot. You can't use that pan. Why? Rinse it out. The dogs licked off of it. Rinse it out. Wash it down. That's why we have soap in the, in the sink. Oh, uh, so, you know, it's, and it's amazing how much garbage, I say garbage, how much work, quote unquote work, has to be done with just two people living in the house and neither one of us are leaving the, the property. You know, neither one of us are, you know, go, I say leaving the property. But it's not like we're going to church. It's not like we're going to, out to eat all the time. It's not like we're going out doing stuff outside of the property. We're home. We're in the in the house all the time. Why do we have uh five loads of laundry? Why do I have two dishwasher fulls of dishes? I don't know. So if you're running into that problem, you know, give us a call. 407 448 8800 Text us live at any time at the Queen City studio located just outside of Charlotte in a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. And um, while you're there, if, if you're going to the Prophet Radio, click on the Be herd section. It's a little blue bar, opens up a microphone, and you can verbally tell us, and we'll play it right here on the air. Stick around. We'll get into the guts of the show. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back.
0: Radio. Profit Radio Profit Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system 407 448. 8800 is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. I just needed a back rub tonight and I was wondering if you were like available.
1: <laughs> Profit radio. Profit radio. Welcome back to Deacon Live. This segment is brought to you by RT Planning Strategies. Uh, find your professional Zen within your business. Go to profitradio.com and click on your moment of Zen and watch that video there. And if you can watch it without laughing, I won't pay you anything, but <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things. It's a healing process. It's one of those things where it just makes you kind of think about your inner, your inner Zen motif that's going on. All right. So, uh, one of my favorite restaurants growing up, I don't know when it happened. Actually, I know when it happened. I take that back. Uh, you've heard myself and Jason Howe argue about Crystals and Burger King and all that stuff. One of the places that I, I used to love to go to when I was DJing at nightclubs uh, was this hamburger joint. And they are famous for not hamburgers, but steak burgers. That's right. Steak and Shake is closing down. And stop all these things. All right. Steak and Shake is permanently closing 75, I'm sorry, 57, I'm dyslexic, I told my wife, she doesn't believe me, uh, of their locations. Most recent restaurants have been shuttering during their coronavirus pandemic. We talked about um, Sweet Tomatoes and Soup Plantation, all in one company. They're, they're closing down now. But Steak and Shake is closing its location due to the fi- financial woes in the start of 2020 with 553 restaurants last year they had 624 for all right so let's say from 624 they went down to 553 restaurants as of now the company started back in 1939 i liked them because of the french fries the little shoestring and i mean literally shoestring french fries it's like those what are the the potato sticks that you get on sometimes on your salad Oh, sweet tomatoes. Uh, but the potato sticks, but they were actual French fries. They were soft. They were, well, they were hard on the outside and soft in the middle. I love those French fries. A lot of people can't stand them. They'll You will have a French fry debate across the globe, no matter where you're at. And a lot of people will just say, you know, that's bullshit. These fries are the best. McDonald's fries are the best. Burger King fries are the best, which they aren't. And Wendy's fries, I always thought, my personal opinions, McDonald's was kind of up there right next to... The steak and shake fries, the reason why I say the steak and shake fries, my wife loves the the checkers fries the the season fries she likes those curly fries fuck that it 's too much shit on them i like I like the shoestring fries, you know why because you could get the chili and cheese on them for whatever reason they stuck to the the steak and shake fries they were like skinny little or skinny little toothpicks but they were good and you could get a lot of shit on them you get chili cheese on regular fries like at mcdonald's or whatever like that they just go completely flat they go completely soggy they they sunk and i also like to put hot pepper vinegar come on all you steak and shake fans out there have that have stolen that bottle of hot pepper vinegar off the table and you still got it at home in your refrigerator and you add a little bit of vinegar to it from your pickle jar when the when it gets low you leave the peppers in there to kind of reconstitute it and you use that on your black eyed peas i'm talking country here i'm talking south i'm talking south florida not south florida because hey, i'm talking like southern black eye peas with hot pepper vinegar on them now my mom would tell me stories about everyone driving up in the 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 60 the 50s, 60s and even late 70s or early 70s. And they would drive and they show their cars in front of the uh the drive not the drive through cuz it was park it was a park and then the the waitress would come out on roller skates and ask you what you wanted and you roll your window half down, they had the tray sitting on your window and she would tell me all these stories. That's where everyone used to go to hang out. Now, someone that's kind of taken that and made it more cartoonish is Sonic. The only thing I can say about Sonic, because they have where you park outside, they don't have an inside eatery, so you have to sit out in your car and eat in your car. Now, as times have changed, and cars are people are taking more pride in their car or whatever, they, they don't want to eat in their cars anymore. Steak and Shake has a diner room. We can go inside and eat if you want, and get those little shoestring fries and and take them to go. Man, I used to love them. I used to love them. I, they were so good when you were just hammered <laughs> late at night. They were open twenty four hours. And get one of those double bacon cheeseburgers with extra pickles, where they slice the pickles long ways. They don't make them the, they don't cut them vertically, perpendicular. They cut them horizontal on the thing. Anyway, I'm making my mouth water. But Steak and Shake and, and Sonic. Kind of had a. Why is it Sonic closing down? Sonic should be the one closing down and keep the staple, the history lessons that are is Steak and Shake. I think Steak and Shake should be here and Sonic Care or Sonic Care. That's a toothbrush. Sonic Restaurant should be because they're garbage. They are garbage. The only thing I had from there was the um the Coney Island Chili Dog, and that thing sucked. That thing's wrapped up. It looked like a friggin', I don't know, wiener in a pile of shit is all what it looked like. It was horrible. But Sonicare still strives, still, still goes on and still continues to do business because they've got those, uh, what Steak and Shake started, the little drive up, order, and then you just sit in your car and eat. But, uh, yeah, Steak and Shake's closing over 57 stores throughout the United States, which is sad because, I mean, that's, that's kind of like one of those, um, historical events. I mean, from 1939 on up to now, I mean, that's, uh, it's, it's like saying that, uh, you know, McDonald's, if McDonald's wasn't the big conglomerate that it is, you know, what happened? You know, why, why couldn't, uh, Steak and Shake follow the, uh, the business plan that McDonald's? They could be the same way, but who knows? But yeah, Steak and Shake's going away, and I don't know. I'm hoping they're not closing them here in this local, this local area, because, uh, not that I eat there all the time, but uh, you know, it's always good to see that, that black and white sign, and, all right, here's a trivia question out there for all those people out there that are that are lifers that that love steak and shake. Do you know what they used to call the bag when you put all the burgers in it or the bag, you know, your takeout bag, they put it in there. It didn't say I know it said steak burgers on it, but it also, I don't know where this came from, this might be before my time. It, they used to call it a, a Tacoma sack, like take home a sack of hamburgers so it always had tacoma sack on it which i thought was really neat really unique they should have emphasized on that a little bit more in their um advertisement because they were doing like four dollar plates what they call um (sighs) happy hour sundays happy hour this happy hour that uh, for food (sighs) happy hour food give me a break you go there after happy hour is what you do But, uh, yeah, they were, they were advertising all these, you know, four and five dollar plates when they should have just said, Hey, look, you know, we know what we are. We are real hamburgers, just like Wendy's. Wendy's is real hamburgers outside the meat shortage and stuff. Take home a sack and get really fat. That's, there you go. There's the slogan. Take home a sack, get really fat, and then you can go to the gym and if you can find one open. All right. When we come back, we'll, we'll dive into a little bit more of the show. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on proper radio. Are you hungry yet? I'll be right back.
0: Now it's time for Lessons Learned with Jason Christ, Jay.
1: Howell. We interrupt this program to bring you a news bulletin. I'm a phone out of man. Jason Howell. Jason How. Jason the BK Lounge. We have maybe two BK lounges within a 20 mile radius. Talking about Burger King? Yep. You actually still eat there, Trap? No, I don't eat there. I don't eat there. That's against my yeah, religion. Know where they are? Know where they are? Uh, well, you know, I s- sometimes I like a Whopper, and sometimes I don't. Well, you just said you didn't eat there. Now huh? you said you did. Well, you, you know, what know what you what call. You're, a, you're <laughs> type, are liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do. You go in there. You, oh, I'm hungry. Let's just swill. Mm. Well, you Not know what? Dead, what? Hold on, hold on. Let me let me add an addendum to that that statement. Um, when it's when it's late at night, I'm looking for a crystals, and there is no crystals here in Profitville. Yeah, because that's that's really healthy for you, too. to chili cheese fries well I mean That's great. I mean, you know, people up north in New York oh white castle, white castle and I came down, you know, to Prophetville and they were like going, What the hell's a crystal? And I'm like, You don't know what a crystals is? Every time I have to go to Florida I want I want a crystal and uh Miss Amy's like going, Ah, we can get it but no and you know, so... No, this is crap. It's not crap. Crap. They put, uh, they put the little micro-thin, not even hamburger, who knows what
0: it is. And dollar bill size meat on. That's not meat. They're That's good. That's it. Yeah, yeah, they're good, yeah. They got all buns. Ooh, they put the little mustard on there for spice. put the fucking onions on there. And then, oh, here you go. Here's, here's ten of them. Here you go. Stuff your fucking hole with that. 407. You, know what, you want food for dessert? Those us
1: for some dessert. little snack. Snack. 407. 407-448-8800. <laughs> Texas Live 407-448-8800. Here at the studio. Make sure you like us on Facebook at ProfitRadio.com. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. 407, 407. 448 four eight.
0: Eight 8800, 8800. Never used to like me now Like me now I got money So she see me now See me now See me now Yeah 20 on the rollie Cause I know my time is money Yeah All my niggas bullying When I fall I know they got Yeah Switching lanes In the NASCAR Baby V12 It's a fast car Yeah A-R-M-E boy Tell them who we is Pull up in a rave. Make them rest in peace tripping ice Never gonna check the price Welcome back to Deacon Live you just
1: heard really Samzy and his new hit single, Red Dots, and you can find him on Spotify. Just search for Samzy, S-A-M-Z-Y, and on Spotify, and he's got a new album coming out called Trendsetter. Uh, keep on the lookout for that. All the way from Nigeria, love that song. That is a nice, smooth, I was talking to him, uh, it's a nice, smooth, mellow groove, and a, a true groove, too. You know, it's not real cliche and all that stuff. It, it's, uh, it's got a great sound to it, and that's uh Samzy with his new hit single on Spotify called Red Dot. So, um, getting around town, states are slowly opening up. They're starting to let you go back to get your hair done. God knows I need to get my hair done. Uh, nail salons, uh, everyone looks like they're wearing masks. Everyone's in a hospital, no matter what, you know, what restaurant or, or hair salon or whatever you walk into. Everyone's got a mask on. Believe what the, it's not the Surgeon General, the guy from the CDC, uh, Fauci, saying that you shouldn't wear masks, you shouldn't wear gloves, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that and all that stuff. But one thing that Uber is saying that you will do or else, that's it. There is no nothing else around it. They're saying that you need to, all Uber drivers and passengers will have to wear masks as of this Monday coming up. Now this Monday is going to be, hold on while I click on the old uh, scheduler here, this Monday is going to be May 18th. So as of May 18th, all Uber drivers and passengers in North America. Now, this is, you screw what the government says. You know, you can not wear them. You can walk around with your top off and, and spitting on the floor and do all that stuff. But for Uber, if you want to be in an Uber, everyone in North America, this is Uber law. <laughs> everyone in North America will have to wear a mask as of Monday if you want to continue using the rideshare service due to the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, for more than two months now, Uber has been u- urging, <laughs> Uber has been urging, urging because they're Swedish. Riders to take to stay home for their safety and the safety of the drivers will continue to make essential trips. The company says in a statement, Now that cities have begun to reopen and people are starting to move around again, Uber has proceeded with caution and safety is on the top of their mind. Uber drivers and passengers will be able to cancel rides without penalty if either party does not have a face, has their face covered, and will be able to report the refusal to wear a mask via the app, the company says, so essentially what they're saying is if you order an Uber and if your driver doesn't have a wear, ma- it's not wearing a mask, cancel. Now, if you're an Uber driver and you got a mask on and your little, uh, Suzy, uh, rider over there doesn't have a mask on, cancel. No problem. You're just hitting that and Uber says, okay, no problem. Thumbs up. Good to go. Go on about your day. Uber and Uber Eats drivers will have to provide a self a selfie showing them wearing a mask by using what the company says is a new facial facial recognition technology before they can provide a ride or make food delivery. All passengers will now be forbidden from riding in the front seats of the Uber vehicle, which I always did. I always rode in the front seat. And passengers are also being asked to keep their windows open whenever possible. Yeah, go ahead and get that funk all the way around the car. You know? I mean, there's a reason why that... Um, Well, there's many reasons why Taxi had that black, or that black, the clear plastic in the back seat. So you couldn't rob them. You couldn't get to them. But now, I mean, you saw the one guy who had a a whole tent made inside of his his Uber car. He had a mask on and some PVC piping and plastic all around him, like he was on a little cockpit and stuff. But yeah, as of this Monday, Uber Eats, I'm sorry, all the Uber drivers, whether you're passenger or driver, have to wear a mask. And you have every right to cancel that ride if you don't want to be on it, which is... uh, I don't know. Is that good? Is that bad? Are we freaking out? Are we getting way too freaked out about this? Um, I mean, most of us have been locked down. Christ, my wife, I was t- uh, telling you last couple podcasts ago, my wife hasn't been out of the house in three weeks. Not because she's scared, because I do all the, I do all the dredging through the fields and stuff as far as shopping and stuff. She had no reason to leave the house. So if she had it two weeks later, whether she had it on day one, here we are three weeks later. She's now leaving the house. She's good to go. Now they're saying everyone's got you know remnants or the vaccine or the antibodies and stuff. It's a mess. Nobody knows what they're doing. All the fingers are pointing in all different directions, and none of them are pointing back at themselves. It's a mess. No one knows what to do. Nobody knows what to do. Who do I believe? You believe the Democrats? You have to go over here. If you believe the Republicans, you go over here. Can't someone get on the same field? Oh, it's a it's false. They want you to do this everyone wants to be vaccinated it's a, it's a crock it's all a crock just it's normal human nature to be hygienic wash your hands don't touch your face don't stick your fingers in your button and then shake someone's hand how about that one let's start there <laughs> don't just, don't get me started i'll get don't get me started because uh yeah there you go now speaking of uber eats there's a lot of restaurants that are that are starting to slowly open up and when they do you're gonna be surprised if they haven't opened up in your state I know uh, there's a lot of our listeners over in the California area and some of our listeners like over in France and and Ireland and stuff, and we got a bunch of brand-new listeners up in Canada. I see a big cluster up there, which which is great. So if your restaurants haven't opened up, and when they do, don't be shocked because here's a couple things that are going to happen going to these restaurants, new precautionary measures that are going to be taken. So stick around. I'll dive into those in just one sec. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back.
0: Check out what's new. This is about
1: what's going to happen. Call.
0: Please leave your message for Jason Howell.
1: Hello? The hard drive is crashed. Call 407 448 8800. I've got the migraine and my pain. Subscribe to Deacon Live wherever you listen to podcasts. Search for Deacon Live and please give us a nice review.
0: you chasing the American dream So I mortgaged my house Bought a little shop that sells ice cream But since a Mega Martin built here The town folk don't come around Cause they can buy all their crap a dollar Cheaper at the edge of the town Cause it's a fast food nation. We're all tied up in chains. We're gonna build a warehouse club on my hometown's remains. And Mom and Pop, don't you worry. If you got to close your doors, there's lots of part-time openings down at the super. We like to think we can own private property. Yeah, but the lawyers and the courts have made the concept a history. And big contributions make politicians insane. And they'll get rid of pesky citizens with eminent domain. Cause it's a fast food nation. We're all tied up in chains. They're gonna build a warehouse club on my hometown's remains. And Bob and Pop don't you worry if you got to close your doors. There's lots of part time openings down at the super store. Yeah. It's a fast food nation we tied up in chains. to warehouse club. my hometown remains. Bob Bob, don't you worry if you got
1: to close your doors. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Give it's us a call anytime at the station at 407-448-8800. Text us live at any time at the Queen City plays. Studio located just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, in a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. Make sure you follow us on all our social networks, and the way you do that is to go to profitradio.com and make sure you find your little, uh your personal, personal moment of zen by clicking on the little zen, little tropical, little zen garden right there, and it opens up a video, and you should guys, you guys will enjoy that. Uh, click on that as well. Do us a favor. Now, speaking of do us a favor, you know these restaurants are opening up, and there's going to be a whole bunch of new things that you're going to see for the first time. That's gonna, it's gonna take you aback. It's gonna be like, you know, well, how am I supposed to handle this now? So. Restaurants right now, a couple things that you might not get used to, well, you might not like seeing or it's going to take some getting used to seeing is uh, a lot of things restaurants are doing to try to get you inside. Now, here's the thing. A lot of restaurants are going al fresco, which means they're just, they're going to just have more open outdoor seating. So a lot of city ordinance are going to have to change as far as letting people sit outside instead of being cramped up inside these, these restaurants and stuff. So you're going to see a lot more patios, especially in Florida. Florida's got awesome weather. They'll close everything down between two and three because of rain because that's the way Florida is. And then they'll open them right back up. And then you're going to see a lot more. Homemade little um, little patios and stuff for restaurants. So there's going to be a lot more uh, rezoning issues that a lot of states are going to have in order to, to have the restaurants remain open. A lot of your waiters are going to be wearing designer masks. You know, with the, the <laughs> I could just see you go to Denny's and on the mask, hi, hi, I'm Denise, I'm your waitress. And on the front says, you know, try our ribs. Or something you know some kind of they're gonna make some kind of advertisement in that, so your waiters are gonna be walking around with mask on, and it's just like mm, i don't know I don't know if I want some guy looks like a a doctor handing me my food here's your uh rib plate special, oh thanks there, uh, Dr Jones, oh Dr Jones, the hostess, when you walk in the restaurant, they're like they'll ask you now. Some restaurants are going to say, how many in your party as she's grabbing, well, is she going to grab menus? We'll get into that here in a minute. How many in your party? Uh, three. And, uh, if you just want to lean forward, take your hat off, sir. I'm going to temperature. And they've got the little infrared dot or the infrared. <laughs> Holy cow, you got me right on my eye. Uh, they have the little red infra, infra thing that scans for your, your temperature. They're going to be doing that at restaurants now. To so this whole, it's not going to be forever, but this is what's going to happen if restaurants want to open and stay in business. You're going to be—you've heard about ordering online and then picking it up, you know, in the store or, or curbside. There's now going to be online for dining in. So all you do is while you're at home, hey, what do you feel like having? I don't know, I'll have the the Cheddar Bay biscuits and the the sampler platter and all that stuff. So now you can place your order online. And then while you're being seated, the meal is, you know, hey, they're here. Boom. Everything's done. You don't have to touch anything. They know what you want. And then they bring your meal out and then you can pay for your meal, whatever on the, on the tablet right there. But I mean, that kind of takes the whole, that takes the whole culture of having a waiter. Why do I need a waiter? Well, you know why? Because what they're, enda- they're going to end up doing is self-serve food. And I say self-serve food. You, or- you order something. The, you get a thing, like when you're waiting to be checked in, you get the little vibrating thing, um, Dufresne party at two, you know, and you get the thing and you go inside. What they're going to do now is when you're waiting for uh, your meal, your little thing will vibrate, you have to go up to the counter and get it. That eliminates a lot of touching, a lot of excess touching and, and stuff like that. They're also going to be playing a lot more upbeat music. I mean, these are just, things are going to change. These are all going to change. No more, no more. Menus anymore, you're going to have to bring your own tablet or own phone, and then you connect to their Wi-Fi. There's an upcharge for the restaurants to just get their menu. So a lot of these things are changing, just going and getting your food at your favorite restaurant. Now, it's not going to be your fast food chains or anything like that. I'm talking about sitting in, dining in. And you're going to see all these 90s restaurants probably survive because they're kind of geared for that right now. They are. They've got the money. They've got the backing. Your TGI Fridays, your Applebee's, your Chili's. Well, they've already got some of this stuff already in place. But your little mom and pop places, they're gonna have to invest at least two hundred and some odd thousand dollars to have their menus online, to uh, you know get all this other stuff, this technology up and running. They're already making a killing. We're actually, uh, Doordash is killing all the restaurants right now, the mom and pop restaurants, because. You know, they're selling, I think on average, let's say $8,000 worth of food in a week, and they're only making $1,300 by the time they pay, you know, the taxes and the this and then that. They're, they're being killed. How do you expect them to, to update all their technology stuff, uh, food-wise to stay in business? So you're gonna, unfortunately, you're gonna see the mom and pop restaurants slowly, slowly dwindle, dwindle, unless they can take whatever, uh, stimulus package that, uh, Mr. Trump has given them, uh, to, to spend on uh, getting their their stuff up to date. Uh, I know. It, it's sad. It's very sad. You know, here you spent all your life um saving your money. I I always wanted a restaurant. I always wanted to be a restaurant. Myself and my wife, we had a chance to buy a um or buy or rent uh, a place that was zoned here in the in the local Marshville area for a restaurant or for commercial and we were going to turn it into a restaurant. And we we're going to do a restaurant. You ready for this? We were going to and it's been done before. It's a consignment shop where all the all the tables, all the chairs and stuff are, it's like a thrift store, not a thrift store, like a furniture store, consignment shop. And you sit on everything and you eat on the consignment stuff and you could serve beer and stuff. So let's say, oh man, I really love the chair I'm sitting in. Well, guess what? You can buy it and take it home with you. Take it home with you. Well, how much is it? I'll just put it on your tab and you just, you know, you hand them the, the, the tab, they pay for it and then they walk out with a wing wingback chair. <laughs> Where'd you get that? Oh, over there at the Marsh Pit, you know, that was the name of the restaurant they were doing. But, you know, it, a year ago, we were going to do that. And if we were in that same sense right now, now, I don't know if we would be able to stay open if, um, you know, the whole, is it a store or is it a restaurant? You know, it's it's kind of up in the air. We'd have to fight that. But thank God we're not in that boat right now uh, because God knows, uh, you know, the mom and pop restaurants are, are going by the wayside. Something that's not going by the wayside, that's going by the wave side, is, um, cruises. Cruise liners are open back up, opening back up. Yep. You want to go on a cruise? Guess what? 28 bucks. 28 bucks get you on a cruise line right now. Carnival Cruise Lines will resume service on August 1st, starting at $28 a day. Are you ready to cruise again? Cruise, Carnival Cruise Lines thinks you are. They, announced plans on Monday to resume the services on August 1st. The Center for Disease Controls in Atlanta uh, issued a no sale orders from March to April. Carnival is the first cruise operator in the Americas to outline and re- er, yeah, outline and return to operations. <sighs> They're letting the travelers know that hey, three of its ships will sell, sail out of Galveston, Texas three from Miami, and two from Port Canaveral. Now, these are all U.S.-registered ships. Uh, they're even even offering prices as little as $28 a day to get customers back. So there you go. If you want to go get on a Carnival Cruise Line, $28 a day. Now, here's the thing. where How do you eat at Carnival Cruise Lines? How do you eat? You eat buffet style. Do you really? I mean, we heard about uh, the buffet closing couple buffets closing around here in the United States. Your Shoney's, uh, your Sweet Tomatoes, and stuff like that. Are they going to continue to do buffet style on these cruise lines? It'll be interesting to see how they handle that. Stick around. We'll get into more of the show. I'll tell you about a couple movies uh, that are coming out and some that you might want to watch here if you're bored at home and you've watched everything that you could possibly ever watch on TV. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Did uh, any of your friends and the people that you know, because apparently she crashed the party with her friend, right? Did anybody make a move and like, get lucky? Well, one of my friends left with him. So what does that tell you? Uh, that means that the fat girl didn't know that three's company. Has did. he been heard from since?
0: 8800 448. 448. To Deacon Live. Deacon Deacon
1: Live. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all our social contacts and connections and all that stuff that connects us to you and you to us. And the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio, and click on all that stuff. You will see your little moment of zen up there. Click on that, and it will make you relax, make you feel good. It's your moment of zen, your personal, professional moment of zen. Now, moment of zen for some of us is uh you know getting out of the house getting out and wanting to get out and travel and get away from what we're doing on a daily basis get away from damn kids get away from damn pets get away from the neighbors the The relatives and all that stuff. Well, airline fares have have dropped tremendously. Uh, I think I saw a flight the other day going to uh, San Francisco, California. There's another one. Yeah, there's like three of them. From Orlando to California, I think was round trip was like $194 for one person. For one person. 200 bucks. Now, granted, you want to do the mileage and math. You know, gas is only a dollar thirty something. So figure out the mileage and gas. How far can can you go with that? But for the most part, airlines are opening back up. Now, through TSA, TSA is kind of lightened up a little bit. You know, it's the 9-11 scare. Everyone panics and now it's kind of like they just kind of wave you through and they go, if you got something ridiculous, no, you can't bring that in here. No, just throw that over there. Throw that over there. And I think one comedian goes, Oh, the stuff you suspect to be a bomb, you're throwing into a container full of of other stuff that's supposed to be suspected as a bomb so you got this whole container full of suspected things that are bombs next to a line full of people waiting to go through the tsa you know one phone call blows up not putting that in anyone's head i'm just saying that it's kind of weird that they you know where's the the common sense in that but one common sense thing that airlines are starting to do now speaking of updating your all your technology and everything is they're going to have those uh, thermal cameras as you walk by, and the thermal cameras are going to see if you're hot, see if you've got a temperature. Screw the whole, you know, scanning the person with the... The thermostat, the, what are they called? The the laser beam thermostat reader. That's what I'm calling them. No, you've got to now walk in front. You you put your hands up in the air. You go through the whole bomb sniffing thing. Who knows if it works or not. My wife gets stopped every time. Every time. She wears belts. She doesn't wear belts. She doesn't wear anything. Gets stopped every time. There's always a flag somewhere on her body. They show a little hot spot. If you've ever seen it, it's kind of cool. But now, speaking of hotspot, uh, airlines are starting to put in these thermal cameras. You're going to have to walk by these thermal cameras. And if you've got a fever, uh, Mr. Jones, you want to come over here, please? Yep. Uh, looks like you're not feeling well. Uh-huh. You know, I had a, you know, I ran up here, so I'm kind of hot. Oh, uh, so you have the corona? No, I was late to my flight. I ran up here, so my body temperature is hot. That's why I'm glowing red like the freaking Predator. Like the predators looking at me in the friggin' woods. I'm hot. I just ran up here. I'm late to my now. Oh go there it goes. There's my flight. There it goes. See you later. Thanks, there uh, Jefferson Starship playing uh, terminal guy. Now I gotta catch another flight to Houston. All right. Well, there you go. But they're <laughs> that's what they're doing. They're uh, they're putting thermal scanners. So as you walk by them, they can see your your heat. I don't know if those are gonna work, but that's one more hurdle, one more hump. You've got to jump through to get, get to all this stuff. Oh, I know, I know. Now, once everything opens, you know, airplanes, airplanes, the airports are open. They're doing their things but ten places even if they do open a lot of us aren't going to are, are are hesitant to go back into them just because of what's going on and and uh just do you really want to go back to these places reopening we're not rushing back into a lot of this stuff cities and states are pushing towards plans to reopen the economy through the top us us health experts continue to warn about the dangers of moving on ahead too quickly Possibly making a second big wave of coronavirus infections more likely. They've already said this a million times. One place is one place that's going to have a hard time bringing people back in is the movie theater. I don't know if I want to go back into movie theaters, pubs, bars, and restaurants. Bullshit, bullshit. As soon as as soon as the the they drop the curtain and we're allowed to run through it, I'm going straight to the bars. I'm going straight to the pubs. I'm going straight. I don't know about clubs because there's a lot, you, there's a lot of contact in clubs. But bars and stuff for the most part, you can be respectable. Get ready to see a bunch of fights and stuff, and a lot of places that have fights or concerts. Who knows when they're going to open up concerts again. Everyone's going to have to wear these, these rings around them to keep themselves six feet apart. While they, while they mosh in the mosh pit. Yeah, no more mosh pits anymore, I guess. But yeah, they're getting ready to, when they open up concerts, nobody's really wanting to go back to concerts. Sporting events are the same way. Now, you can watch them on, uh, on TV and stuff, but it's not the same. You know what? It's the same. I watched this the other day. My wife and I were watching the NASCAR race. out at... um, North Wil- Wilkerson, North Wil- Wilkinsburg, William Wilkins. I don't know. I'm not NASCAR, but they had they had these. Um, they called it iRacing, and they're simulated. But the the cars are running around the track. If you haven't seen this, check this out. iRacing through NASCAR. It looks like a video game, but it looks so re- It looks so real. And they're driving around. They spin out and they wreck and stuff. And uh, yeah. So there's a lot of sporting events that are going to be changed dramatic- dramatically as far as uh, getting people to go back and get them to return. Now, gyms and sports centers are going to be effective. (laughs) Even if they open them up, I'm going right. I'm sorry. They say that people don't want to go there. I'm going because I have put on at least 15 15 pounds. Mild. A mild, a good-looking 15 pounds since this whole coronavirus has happened because I was going to the gym. I was doing all the Planet Fitness stuff. And, uh, they say that a lot of people don't want to go back to bullshit. I'm going right back to the gym. Cafes and restaurants, uh, people are getting a little leery about going to that. Large retail, retail stores and malls, well, for the most part, malls are dying. They're a dying breed anyway, so I think people just use them as, as day walkers and, uh, and, uh, day exercise for the old people. Arts and museums, galleries, nobody goes to those things. Hairdressers and beauty salons. Now, there I've seen a lot of pictures on Facebook where all of my hair salon friends are excited because, you know, first day of unquarantine quarantine, letting people in and everyone's wearing a mask, everyone's wearing gloves, everyone's doing their thing. So it looks like a lot of doctors and nurses working on doctors and nurses. Everyone's got masks on and stuff. But I'll tell you what, we we're ready for it. Jesus Christ, I could tell you I'm ready for it right now. My hair's how to control beards a little bit more in shape, but here's how to control. And supermarkets, last of least, people don't want to go back. Bullshit. I'm going to the supermarket. I go to the supermarket every day. Uh, my IT guy Dan, he has a hard time because his wife's very fragile about um, going to the supermarket. When he gets stuff, he lets you know the unperishables sit in the garage for a day or two to get the funk off of them. But yeah, I mean. uh, they just said that the top 10 things where people are trying, they want to. They open the door so we can get back in these places. We are tired of sitting at home. Let us continue our daily lives. I don't I I'm not, I hate to say I'm not scared, but I'm not scared. I'm not at that level where I'm, I'm scared for catching the coronavirus. If I haven't caught it by now is my outlook. If I haven't caught it by now, I'm not going to get it. Or I've had it and... I've gotten over it, and now I have the antibodies. So that's the way I look at it. All right, when we come back, I'll dive into – um. Oh, I can't hear it. this is a bad segue. Um, we've lost a lot of people this year, and hey, you want to watch something on TV? Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back.
0: Why don't you get us a couple more
1: beers, Manuel? Instead of sitting up here talking shit like a bitch I took you from your country Did he want to be taken Can from I, his country? Come on, you, I took you from your, excuse me Did he want to be taken from his country? I don't know, I don't think so Alright, well that's good, way to go Way to keep him prisoner here, locked up in our He's not a prisoner, he's watching Netflix No, he's watching Nutfucks Big Pricks Call 407 <laughs> <laughs> Big Pricks 448 eight eight zero zero. No, is awesome. I think
0: I have to take a break right now because of my hormones. Okay. Are...
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see... To Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Welcome back to Deacon Live. I was looking at the video and it was like skipping around like freaking Jacob's Ladder. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> what am I doing? What's going on? Let me see if it's still doing it. And if you're watching this on the video section of Deacon Live. And the way you do that is go to Deacon Live, click on that, and you can see every podcast that we do, and every podcast has a matching video. And, uh, you can see me live here in the studio. Yeah, it's still freaking out. Look at me. I'm kind of, I'm hoping when I play it back, it'll be, it won't be so trippy, but it's like Jacob's Ladder. If you ever seen that movie with, uh, Tim Robbins. All right. So you're not going to get anything. You're just going to get my face on the video, but we'll talk about it and you guys can, and, uh, listen to what's going on. Uh, so, Unfortunately, we have lost a lot of people. I mean, literally, they're drop. I hate to say they're dropping like flies. And, and talking about the coronavirus and stuff, but they are literally in Hollywood dropping like flies. And the way I look at it, I always thought that you know someone signed a contract somewhere to be this way. You know, it's always that that devil here, sign here, and I get your life at after a certain level of success or when everything stops. Because if you think about it, everything kind of stopped. Everything kind of stopped as far as making movies, making TV shows, making any of that stuff. So now the devil's like, well, you know what? You haven't done anything well. It's time to collect. Time to collect. And here's just a brief list. <clears throat> Excuse me. People we have lost that I had no idea that were having problems or were in any kind of critical state. Um, just recently, Jerry Stiller uh, from King of Queens and, and uh, the Seinfeld episodes. Yes, it's Ben's dad. He passed away, but he was ninety-two, ninety-two. Betty Wright, not Betty White. Betty Wright. uh, She passed. She's an R and B singer. She passed away. She was sixty-six. Details of her death is is still unreleased. Andre Harrell, yep, died on May eighth. He was fifty-nine. Did some uh, stuff with Puffy, Mary J. Blige, and uh, Notorious B.I.G. Little Richard. Little Richard had no idea that anything was wrong with him. Um, He uh, passed away at eighty-seven. Roy Horn, he's lucky he'd still be alive anyways. If AIDS didn't kill him, one of those tigers would have killed him. He was a uh, one half of the Siegfried and Roy show. He died at 75, and he actually had complications from corona. But we know that hospitals get more, more bang for their buck if they say that you die from corona. He was a gay man living in a gay world, and I'm sure he had AIDS and was struggling with AIDS, and then the coronavirus is what killed him. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah, I know. So 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 horrible, so horrible. Katie Groves, country singer, died at the age of 30, died from natural causes, I guess. I don't know the ma- medical examiner uh, completed an autopsy and said there was no indication of foul play or self-harm. So she passed away. Uh, Florine Schneider from the band Kraftwerk, he died on for, from cancer. He was 73. Sam Lloyd, I know you've seen him before. He's one of those character actors. He was in Scrubs. And, uh, West Wing and Desperate Housewives and Modern Family and Cougar Town. Uh, he was 56. And the list goes on and on. Irf- Irfan Khan, he was in Life of Pi, Slumdog Millionaire. He passed away at the age of 53 after a long battle with cancer. And a lot of these people we didn't know were even battling, uh, with all these diseases or all these ailments and stuff. So there you go. I mean, the, the Hollywood, the devil's gone out there and he's, uh, collecting his contracts. And, uh, so that's, that's the way I feel. I've always thought that. You know, you always see in the, the Hollywood movies in the in the seventies and eighties, you know, the devil's taking your contract. All right, you wanna be famous? You wanna be a rock and roll star? Sign this contract, I'll make you famous. But then when everything stops, your soul is mine. If you believe it in all that stuff. Speaking of believing in all stuff, are you guys ready to watch something new? Something exciting? Uh people are you know, like I was talking about everyone doesn't or who do you believe democrats republicans republicans democrats whoever on this and whoever on that there was a movie kind of got washed away here in the advertisement they actually renamed it a couple times it was supposed to be called red state blue state and now it's just called the hunt and if you're not familiar with it here's a trailer we watched it the other night it's pretty good it's pretty good pretty interesting kind of kooky in some parts but if you're a fan of a movie and the cinema or cinema cinematic movies and all that stuff is um bloom house production and you know they make uh like horror movies or suspense horror movies and there's always a little bit of blood and guts in it so this is the trailer for the hunt Hello? Right. what is happening what is all of
0: this
1: did you see that article Every year, the elites kidnap a bunch of normal folks like us and hunt us for sport. The last I heard, free speech still exists. Don't First Amendment me. It wasn't
0: real. Everybody get it! We were joking. There's been a killing spree. You got to come here right now. Oh, can't you, see? you actually can't believed we were hunting human beings for sport
1: you are we have an opportunity here to teach these people these are not real people they're actors
0: i'm playing an arab refugee but i identify as white i think that's problematic too in some way
1: you wanted it to be real so you decided it was what kind of sick people would even think of something like that white people we're the worst so this was supposed to come out on March 13th, and of course it's been delayed and delayed and delayed and put off because a lot of people said, you know, you can't handle that. You're going to cause an uproar. It's kind of like when the movie Colors came out in the late 90s, early 80s, late 90s, had to deal with gangbangers and stuff out in the California area. You can't play that, and they had armed guards at the at the theaters playing uh, the movie Colors with um, oh, what's his name, Robert Duvall, and the other the young guy. You know the young guy. I think his uh, name was Sean Penn or something like that. Now no. A new episode or new show that I'm ready to watch. It's going to be exciting uh, just based on this video alone. Unfortunately, that my video's screwing screwed up here, so I'll have to cut and paste and cut and paste so you guys can see it. Are you guys familiar with who Greg Daniels is? Greg Daniels, he's the mastermind behind bringing the office to the United States, uh, parks and recreation, and also this new movie called Upload. So here you go. I really don't think we need upload. I'm feeling pretty chill. Vitals are still going down. She's wrong. Upload takes place in a world where if you know you're going to die, you can upload your consciousness to a digital afterlife. I mean, Greg's a genius. I'm a huge fan of The Office. I'm a huge fan of Parks and Rec. I'm a huge fan of him. Someone who is so successful and so smart to have no ego about anything. He always says, if you have something funny or if you have something different, try it.
0: He came in with such a a vision and and this world that he's built. But then he was like, what do you think? How can you make it better?
1: It's amazing. What the hell was that?
0: Working with Greg Daniels, I will say he's very hard to read. And I remember one day on set, I was doing a scene that was a little bit more emotional. And he came over to me and he went. And that felt like the most I was going to get out of Greg Daniels.
1: He probably comprises 82% of what I find funny. He's just worked on everything when it comes to some of the best years of SNL, the best years of The Simpsons, King of the Hill. Office, production rack, all these very important uh, comedic pillars. Sometimes I feel like he's probably just laughing at himself because I'm just biting all of his stuff. BIT AM OUT! And just like replaying it back. He makes such a great work environment to try and find those moments that I think are why the relationships that he creates in these comedies elevate the genre. So this is a new uh, series come out on Amazon Prime called uh, Uploaded. Or upload, and it's another creation by Greg Daniels, and uh, it it looks good, it looks funny, uh, it looks interesting. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy that, and uh, let me know, cause uh, well, don't let me know, cause I'm gonna watch it here, and as soon as I get off the air and edit this podcast and get it out to all my fans out there. <laughs> uh, on that note, I'm gonna let you guys get back to what you gotta do and download all this stuff. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for sending me all the stories, all the emails, all the pictures that we post on Facebook. And the way you do that and be part of that is to go to deacon at profitradio.com. You can send all that to me as well. If you want to leave a verbal audio message, go to the same site, profitradio.com. Click on Be Heard, and you can leave a message. comes right to my email. We'll play it on the next podcast. Uh, On behalf of you guys, thank you very much for listening, taking the time out of your day to listen to us. On behalf of myself, my name is the beacon saying goodnight, and goodnight. Wait,
0: wait, wait, come back. The end, the absolute end. Écoute-moi.